When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with L.A. Nick. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We will be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Well, Cassie left, so. Doodly, doodly, doo. There's the music. Actually, I can report that Andy and I, it was a terrific pleasure today. Getting out of the elevator on the fifth floor, I ran into Mike Gelfand. Oh, did you hug and kiss? He does not like to be hugged. Oh. I remember that from 33 years ago. He does not like to be hugged. No, he isn't really a huggy kind of guy. Fist bumper. Yeah, he's a fist, fist bumper more. <laughs> he took after Gene Simmons. Yeah. But it was great to run into Gelfand, and I said, are you going to come on the air for the 50th anniversary? And he said, nobody's called me. I'm like, what? Mm. Mike Gelfand has said some of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yes, he is a very witty man. So I will reach out to him, ladies and gentlemen, and hopefully he'll be on the uh, KQ Morning Show sometime next week. Because I'm going to be in, Catherine and I are going to be in Chicago Thursday and Friday this week. So uh, I'll be doing the morning show from here, and then we leave for Chicago. And then I have to do the morning show from the legendary WLS radio in Chicago on Friday. Maybe I'll see if I can get Steve Dahl on as a guest. That'd be wonderful. WLS. Isn't that one letter short, or is it that old? No, some of them, yeah, they're, it, well, yeah, it's that, that old. old. It is that old, yeah. Well, there's K-O-B in, uh, in Albuquerque. K-O-B. K-O-B. What is, what is that it's owned by the Hubbards. It used to be owned by the Hubbards. I don't know if they own it anymore. O-B. 
But uh, yeah, what a great pleasure to run into Mike Gelfand, and I can't wait to have what him was on the he doing here? show. He, he does was on Bob's, Bob's show. Oh, he was Bob's okay. show a lot. I know that. Indeed. I keep forgetting Bob's shows here too. KOB is, this... is officially KKOB. Oh, it is KKOB now. Uh huh. Cobb. I think the TV station's still KOB, isn't it? It. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's you're watching yes. KOB TV. I'm wondering what KOB when I, stands for. When I don't for. know the answer to things, I just say yes. Calba Obi. <laughs> so sound like I know what I'm talking. Said about. hello, Kirky. The one with Kobe B. Kabala Biba. Thank you to Craig Johnson, by the way. He sent me two of his books today. Craig, I love you, man. You're a great author. And he's the guy who wrote Longmire. Really? Great book. He sent me two new books. Oh, is he going to be on the show? I think he's going to be on the show next week, yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure he is. Because he's been on the show before. Uh, what the I- hell? KOB was involved in a 38-year-long dispute with New York City station WABC over the use of the 770 kilohertz frequency. <laughs> oh, my Because it was clear God. channel? But... I mean, there's what no way there would be any matter? overlap. No. It would, because so, of the curvature of the earth, yeah. there wouldn't be any. Although an like AM, AM station AM isn't do going... Bounce. I don't... It's, the bounce is a lot farther, though. It is a lot farther. It's either two kids in a sandbox or else there's money at stake. I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yes, and there's money at stake. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. So the Hubbards fought with ABC Radio for 40 years? Uh, well, they bought it in 86, and that's when it become... Oh, wait. Hubbard sold it in 86. And that's when it become K, became KKOB. Oh, it was just KOB before that. Yes. The, and then Hubbard sold it when I was born. Like, yes. immediately when I was born, October 28th. Two days after Andy was born, they, the Hubbard family. I still laugh about that because I was, when we were at the Iconic Award, and it was very, very nice. And by the way, the city of Golden Valley is going to honor KQRS today at 630. It'll be at City Hall to accept, uh, the, probably, probably not the key to the city, probably a plaque, something like that. That's KQRS Day in Golden Valley, Minnesota today. Tell them to keep their plaque and, and fix the road. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, really. I had to sit in our driveway again for about an hour to get out. I literally, and I the almost bridge. The whole entire metro is just nothing but a construction oh. You are 100% right about the that. The whole metro. It's What's horrendous. weird is that you'll see a road construction sign that says road work ahead for like three months, but yep. nothing's done. And then all of a sudden, everything's closed down with no oh, yeah. warning. Oh, yeah. So, that's what happened to me coming here. I, I've seen a road work sign up there. Did you since... come north on 100 and get off at Cedar Lake Road? Yes. Yeah, that's what I Try did. And all it. of a sudden, there's construction there. Yeah, oh, there it wasn't there yesterday. It's oh, a good. two. You know, it's a one way. You know. And some of these roads are open. You need like four wheel drive car to go through them. Because oh yeah. It's, yeah. It's oh, yeah. like all mud and potholes and gravel. Even yeah. my car, I have four wheel drive and. You know where if you curve around like which which oh that's terrible there's a, right there's there. like a intersection between 100 and 390 yeah I know exactly what you're talking about I was just there my car fishtails when I go through that turn sometimes yeah, even a, though I have a four wheel drive SUV try doing which, it on a sport bike oh yeah. man <laughs> be careful that would not be good yeah that so be good at all. I don't know roads not looking so good lately well oh. we have two seasons here winter and then road construction it is true well it is. winter and then like. They start road construction, but then they don't finish it until the day before winter. Yeah, well, it's true. It's absolutely true. I also need to mention, so yes, I ran into Mike Galfan. I'm going to have him on the KQ Morning Show at his convenience. Uh, I'd love to have him come in on this show as well. What does he do now? Is he retired? He's retired, yeah. Oh. Um, but I should mention this as well, because Walzer has changed Doug Sprinthal's schedule. He'll be on Thursdays now instead of Wednesdays. And I should have mentioned... The the biggest part of that, the upside of that whole deal is that L.A. Nick moved over to a microphone so his nose isn't right over the mic anymore. <laughs> well, the headsets are hard not to do it. I got a big nose, man. The microphone's right there. nose, man. But, yeah, Doug is uh, he's not here on Wednesdays anymore. He's here on Thursdays now, so it, L.A. Nick will be at every Wednesday. So, oh, he's a great guy. God, I hope he's not listening to this. Don't tell Doug I said he's a great guy. Would you do me that favor? But yeah, I, you know, I started, I got up this morning and I was in a great mood and I don't know why. I think I slept about seven hours last I night. I love it. I was in a great mood and I don't know why. <laughs> Very unusual. It's so unusual for me. It's really unusual. To be in a good mood. To be in a great Well, you know why? I just thought of why I was in a great mood this morning. I say goodnight to Catherine. I go, 
Okay, you know, you whiny baby. And what'd you say to me? I don't know. She was ripping the hell out of me as I went to bed last night. It was very funny. And we're both laughing. Uh, you, good night, you big baby. That's you know, me and Nancy every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's every all day. we do. It's true, but yes, it was. Uh, it's wonderful. But no, so I just I, need to insult you before you go to sleep and you're in, you wake up in a sleep. good mood. Oh, I wish I would have known this formula years ago. Then I'll sleep. I think the reason I slept seven hours last night is today is the first day of me back on the, being back on the final round of Nutrimost, oh. and I take those that, that weight loss formula, which makes me sleep really well. So I think that's what it is, because today begins, I want to lose 11 and a half to 15 more pounds, depending on you know where I am. Uh, 92.5 would be 225 for me. I'd be, I went from 317 to two, 317 and a half to 225. You're at 300? 317 really? and a half, yeah. But I, I would say this. What are you like, laughing at? You're at 300? Oh, yeah. You are? Yeah, you never you never looked like it. When I got out of high school, I was six one and a half and weighed two forty five and was very muscular. Not a lot of high school kids weigh two forty five no. when they get out of high school. But I was I was I had been lifting weights and I was very muscular at that point. And I I was until I met Catherine. Then I ballooned up. Yeah, I just never, never remember seeing you look like you weighed three hundred pounds. I got a yeah. couple of pictures. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. But, yeah, so I, that weight loss formula, I don't know what it is, but it makes me sleep really well. That's I think you look a lot it. heavier on the radio than yeah. you do in person. Yeah, there you go. I look much heavier on the radio than I do in person. Thank you so much. makes me feel much better about my life now. But in any case, uh, yeah, so the Galfan thing, I took care of the Sprinthal thing. I want to make sure I got everybody covered here. That would be good. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, every big boy there. <laughs> Okay, let me see this. Yeah. She's showing L.A. Nick pictures of me at a 317. A sent that to me that's four probably, years ago. That's probably was your heaviest right Let there. me see. It's so, it's so weird like, how when, can't you, even tell it's you. when you're super heavy, know that's how you. much you look like Troy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like Troy there Close down heavier. again. Open up. And when you lose weight, oh, no, you look more like smaller. Tony. How do you get bigger? Oh, my God. Could like you this. ever touch a telephone <laughs> like without I do look. Implosions. I look quite a bit heavier than I am now. You think? Well, only yeah. 80, 82 pounds. But, yeah, I remember taking that picture. So that's 317 and a half right there. Yeah. But your face doesn't even look like your face. How about this? I go, that's me at 317 and a half. And Kathy goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Well, thanks so much for that. That's I wouldn't even know that's Tom. I know. Look at Andy. It, it yeah, a, well. Like, look at, look at, you see your face now? Holy God. It does not look like you. No. That's for only four years old? Four-year-old photo, the guy said, yeah. I thought it was older than that because I look like I still drank in that picture. Yeah, you look like a boozer. I look like a boozer. <laughs> yeah, I do look like a boozer all in that rosy. picture. All rosy. I'm very rosy. Yeah, you're all rosy <laughs> up. Well, apparently it's beat the hell out of Tom Day here on the show, <laughs> well, which is fine. Well, it's the 50th anniversary. It's KQRS Day. Yeah, that's right. It's KQRS Day in Golden Valley, and we're in St. Louis Park right next door. So that's good. Yeah, Dave Fisher sent me that picture. I remember taking that picture. It was a great... I remember taking almost every picture I've ever taken with a listener. Really? Uh, over 33 I years. That's been thousands that. of pictures, and I remember most of them. I did it. I don't know if I knew you yet, but I, the city of Minneapolis did a take a pick with L.A. Nick, win $1,000 oh, yeah. to promote downtown. Yeah. I had 32,000 pictures. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all. 32,000 pictures. And you remember everyone? No way. <laughs> I don't remember any of them. No. But I have people I think, come up to me all the time saying, oh, I got my picture. And I'm like, no idea. Yeah. I don't think it was take a pic with Nick. I think it was take a picture with a guy who looks like a felon. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> no, it's 2018. You know that, right? Yeah. Oh, so Nick's the, the norm now. It's all expired uh, now? Is that what oh, you're saying? Come on. I mean, you, Stat- have, I, you went Statute through the whole 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. You know? But in just because I have long hair doesn't make me a felon. Yeah, no, I just your attitude. I'm talking about your attitude more than anything else. Um, but yeah, it's really nice. I came in. You look like a booze hound. You were fat. You were, yeah, it's been a great day for me so far. Well, I have to say, you look marvelous now. You look marvelous. Well, thank you. Thank you, you very much. We're going to get and there. It's hard to lose that kind of weight. You know what? This round of Nutrimos has been very. I don't get hungry. But you've been very dedicated, and that's yes, the deal. Yeah, has been very well, dedicated. They've invested a lot in me, and therefore, you know, dedication is well, the trick. Tom did this, uh, what the running of the bulls for Hopkins Raspberry Festival or whatever yeah. it was, and 
Pete Lallier. He owns, uh, runs Hopkins Health and Wellness. He owns it. Yeah. And I've been going there for the last couple of weeks because I've been having a shoulder problem. And I ran into him, and he sent Tom a picture of Tom. And we're like, he, Tom's like, is this me? And I'm like, I don't know. No, that's not you. And had to, I had to make it just gigantic before. I, it's like, yes, it's you. That's how much He's you changed. have changed. Yeah, it's true. You didn't even good. know it was you. I had no that's, idea it was me. That's a lot it's of difference. True. I didn't yeah. know that. Difference. Well, it's yeah. good. Well, you know, look, I'm like a walking billboard for Nutrimo, so I guess I, mm-hmm. I should behave. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a good thing, right there. It certainly works for you. And you'll live a lot longer. There was a guy. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> the sweet release of death. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm rethinking it. Yeah, I'm rethinking it. Tom, why don't you put on another 80, 90 pounds? Come on, let's go. But um, I think I'm, the reason I'm in such a good mood right now is we got a call from a guy. First of all, I read a story about a guy out in Yellowstone. Uh, there were a bunch of bison on the, on yeah, the road. I mm-hmm. saw it. And he got out and started waving his hands oh, no. at the bison. No, no. A guy called in, a guy named Doug calls into the morning show, and he goes, ah, not a good idea. No. no. A bison was standing on the road in front of us, and, and I was the first car in line after a while. So I, well, I turned on the air conditioning because it got hot. Mm-hmm. When the air conditioning came on, it scared, it shocked the bison. He charged and destroyed his pickup truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you, I mean, did destroyed you see the, it. But did you see the size of that bison? The, oh, I know. They're huge. Did you see the size of that one, though? <laughs> this one was like, like the biggest bull you ever saw. Oh, man. It was as big as a car. Oh, my God. And then that thing, I've, been, I've seen him up there, but I've never seen one that big. He said, yeah, they the bison, weigh a couple thousand pounds. 2,000 pounds. That guy yeah. did get arrested and go to jail, though. Yeah, he did. Yep, yeah. they arrested him, went to jail. He's lucky he's not dead. And they found him the next day. They tracked <laughs> they him did. down at a hotel. Really? Glug, glug, by the way. He looks a lot like a boozer. So <laughs> not only did he lose his pickup truck, he's in jail, too? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not the guy with the pickup oh, yeah, truck. No, the guy was waving his arms. This is a different guy. The, the guy in the pickup truck. Oh. So he was waving his arms to get the bison to lose. He was taunting him. He was trying to get him to charge him. He was taunting the bison. Oh, I thought he was just trying to clear the road. He was being a jerk. Me too. That makes more sense than that he would go to jail. There's video. There's video. Oh. Apparently, the guy had some other problems too, didn't he? Yeah, he had some legal problems. But, um. Now, leave the bison alone. But I've never seen one this big. This guy said, this Doug said, when he called in this morning, he said the bison hit his truck one time. Yeah, it was destroyed. And he hit the truck so hard, it, it caved the thing all the way up to the windshield, caved it in. Oh, my God. And the back wheels were eight inches further to the left than the front wheels. But they're massive animals, oh man, my. massive. And he said it didn't hurt him at all. He just walked away. After his head hit the truck and crushed it, I have he just pic- walked away. I have a picture of me, like, squatting down in front of a buffalo, a bison, and it's I'm as big as his whole head. Mm-hmm. His head is the size of me, <laughs> squatting down. Was it a stuffed bison? No, a real one. Stuffed Why are you bison? standing next to a bison? It was, it was behind a fence, and I was, it was, oh. it's oh. the last of the true buffalo. They're up in Anchorage, Alaska. There's 90 of them in the world. And they're all, oh, I didn't know they live that far north. They're, they're up in Alaska, yeah. And they're, they're the last of the true buffalo, not beefalo mixed. These are their DNA is 100% buffalo. I thought bison was the original thing. Yeah, well, buffalo, buffalo and bison are different things. Technically, yeah. buffalo are the things in Africa, but yes. we call bison buffalo. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm watching the video of the guy. He's definitely like he's trying to like be Mr. The, tough Guy. Look at the size of that thing. It's <laughs> yeah. it massive, man. Yeah, and he's yeah, he's like taunting it to charge at him, and then Good move. running Luck. away, and then taunting it again. Shame, and... A shame it didn't get him because it would have just thrown him over that really cliff. Smart. Yeah, what a moron! And he's up on that road. <laughs> have you ever been on that road? It's like a five thousand foot drop. Off we got so good. We got to take a break. Be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, a way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. 
This is Tom Wynott Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Now, is this under pressure that, yes. or is this ice baby ice? Ice, ice baby. <laughs> yes. It's different. Ours, do, theirs is dun 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 dun. Ours is dun 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 dun. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. It's the same song. Oh, he sampled it for sure. Yeah. There's no yeah, question. He made a lot of money off it, too. Yeah. No, he's yeah. still worth a lot of money. Yeah, no, he's, he's still he, up in, in like the $20 million. I, I saw him. Uh, my sister and I went to. Oh, God, what was it called? Something about the 90s. It had salt and pepper, vanilla ice. Oh, my God. Tone Loke. Oh it was actually, it was fun. We had so much fun that night. It was at Mystic Lake, and it was just bringing me right back to high school. He was good. He did get some good investments, though, because he still has his money. And he still got that TV show, too. He's got to got to fix up the house TV I show. I don't think he has it anymore. Oh, it's not anymore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's. Called? I think it was very short-lived. Oh, really? I'm pretty yeah, sure. I like, it lasted for that. at least a few years. Vanilla, the, the, the Vanilla Ice Project. Yep. Yeah, uh, there you go. Seven seasons. Oh, it's still going? Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, it, it is yeah. still going, What yeah. network's it on? Um, ice Ice Baby Network. It's DIY so, Network. It's, it's so funny. When you think of Vanilla Ice, you think of this, you know, white guy trying to be thuggish and all this. But his right. real name is like Robert Van Winkle. Yeah, yeah. it's Robert yeah. Van Winkle. That is his you know, name. So it's just like, it's not Robert. a tough no. guy name. Van Robert Winkle. Van Winkle. Yeah. Well, he his show gets about 0.2 million viewers. So, so not, less than the KQ Morning Show not has doing listeners. Great. Not great. Yeah. yeah, I thought he got canned. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of those... you might be right because they haven't made one since September 2017. I don't know if that station gets like huge ratings. DIY? Yeah. DIY yeah. and HGT. Well, yeah. HGTV because, gets huge ratings. But see, they have so many of the of these fixer the up same shows. shows. It's yeah. the same show yeah. with yeah. just different yeah. people. Yeah. So it's yep. like they saturated their own market for it. Mm-hmm. So And you know, Minnesota is like their top place that they film. It is, yep. yep. Really? Yeah, they love yes. filming. Minnesota and huh. it, Illinois. Didn't it start here? I think it might have. Yeah, it did. Whole, yeah. I think it did, yeah. <clears throat> did you see what HGTV bought last week? Mm-mm. HGTV is going to fix up. and They bought the house, and they're going to fix it up. Which house? Very famous house. The network bought the house so they could fix it up and show it The Brady it Bunch house? Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was on They bought the Brady Bunch I've been, house. I've been to that house. They outbid uh, one of the... Uh, in sync guys or whoever it was. It's the story like, of a lovely lady. I've been, I've been to that house. That's our family right there. <laughs> I heard so it's, actually, it's actually right off of Wilcox in Santa Monica. It's right. a crappy neighborhood yeah. on this side of, of of Santa Monica. Like the worst. Yeah. So right across the entrance of the neighborhoods right here. So one street over, it's like all transsexual prostitutes and oh. people selling crack. And then, <laughs> and there's wrong with that. No, oh. nothing anything's wrong with transsexual prostitution or crack. But, and, they're crack. and then on the other side of the street is the, is the Brady Bunch neighborhood house. Did you, did you go in the house? I did, yeah. Because I heard everybody's been in the house told me it reeks. Well, it's ancient. It really stinks. Well, and it doesn't look like well, what it was on the show. No, the interior's were all on, on set. 
It's been redone. Well, yeah, I but they didn't shoot they the show in the indoors anyway. They right. only use the extra. Like those steps oh. don't exist. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was Stupid. looking for is those cool steps. Yeah, you <laughs> think they would have kept the steps at least. I don't think they were ever in there. They were ever never in there. They're on oh. set. That's a set. Yeah. It's just the outside shot of the house. Oh, I see. Everything else was on a set. I'd oh. be interested then. I'm wondering if somebody's going to try and renovate the house to make it look like the set. I would set. I actually guarantee went, they I are. Got, yeah. I actually got in it by a realtor who was for sale. Yeah, it's been for sale quite a Yeah, and I went and looked at it. HGTV bid, outbid Lance Bass. Lance Bass, that's Lance who it was. Bass. Why does Lance Bass want it? He just thought it was cool. He bid oh. $3 million, but They wanted $2 million for it. He bid $3 million, and then HGTV bought it for $4 million. It was listed for $1.8 million. Yeah, I was going to say, it wow. was just listed. Which is not worth. A new it's, story. Not, it's not worth that. No. no. That, no. But uh, you know what? Uh, but a shack in South Central is a million. That's true. Well, they'll redo so. it for the Brady Bunch thing. They'll make a bunch of money off the show, and then they'll open it up for tours they said they said that they're going to restore the home to its 1970s glory there which means go. they're going to make it into the brady glory. Yeah. No glory. evan metropolis from postus twinkies he bought the uh, playboy mansion no there oh, he did buy it yeah Ugh, wasn't that like a hundred million dollars or something he, 90 million I think. 90 million did he hose it down well like, <laughs> <laughs> walking around with rubber gloves and hello stanley steamer you know what I, that, that that kid so it's hard I've, to get known, off the I've known evan for a good 15, maybe 20 years. And he had a bunch of international scouts, and he called me. I wanted to see if I wanted to restore them, and I came up to his house. You know, his dad, they all came from Greece, and they're just mega rich, just billionaires. Right, right. And his dad's been on the cover of Fortune, every money magazine there is. And he doesn't, he kind of just smokes pot all day. And his dad bought That's it? Yeah, and his dad bought him, this is a true story, his dad bought him Hostess. Because host member hostess went sure, out of business. Absolutely. His dad bought him hostess as a gag gift because he's a stoner. Oh, <laughs> huh. oh. A gag sure, gift. A gag gift. Because he was a stoner and he always eating Twinkies and stuff. And he mm-hmm. bought him as a gag gift. But I would he, like this guy's number. But he what turned it hell? around. He turned it around and hostess is profitable company now. It is profitable now. again. Yes, yeah. it is. I know Probably because he's eating so many of the Twinkies. <laughs> I love the cupcakes. My God, you know those what? They're really cupcakes. good cupcakes. They're really good. What was the one that you liked so much? Oh, no. Zebra cakes? No. Yeah, that was oh, little, they are little pure Debbie. sugar. That's Little Debbie. Is the same thing? No. No. I like Little Debbie more. Hostess is not hostess. Yeah, hostess is cheaper feeling, I think. cakes. Yep. It's not cheaper feeling. I ate lots of zebra cakes. <laughs> well, my mother used to put uh, a pack of Hostess cupcakes in my lunchbox every day. Mm. There's, that, there's that picture. Look at the size of that. That oh bison head's the same size as my whole body. Oh, my God. Well, there's a reason it's they were huge. used for meat. There's a lot of meat on there. Indeed. Apparently, Lance Bass is a bit of a baby. What? Well, of course. So HGTV <laughs> outbid him on the house, and he made a post on Twitter. Did he cry? Uh, basically. <laughs> um, we were prepared to go even higher, but totally discouraged. They will outperform any bid with unlimited resources. How is this fair or legal? I truly believe I was used to drive up the price I'm of the sure home. That's true. Knowing multiple, very well. Multiple offer situations. Yes, everybody's yeah. upon. In the end. I feel used, but most importantly, I'm hurt and saddened by this highly questionable outcome. The house is a dump. It's the Brady Bunch house. It's not like your childhood house that they're going to destroy. Come on. Well, you know, your house that I put on the market and I got, you know, we had it sold in two hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. I had a real estate agent call me up and just yelling at me because they didn't get a chance to get into the house before it was sold. Well, too and bad. And I'm like, these people made an offer on it without even seeing it, you have to understand. Yeah. So, yeah once an offer's been accepted, that's that. I know. And they and it's, they, they were, they were going to start complaining about that it's unfair. And I said, hey, do what you got to do. But they, he got an offer. Yeah. He accepted it. Sellers, it, it's the that's seller's how choice. It works. Yeah. So he that's some, how it works. She is. had some scruples. Yeah, that's really outrageous. I was, I was just bidding on a motorcycle online and... A neighbor of mine said, hey, I know how to do this sniper bid thing. You put it in the highest bid at the last split second. So mm-hmm. you're guaranteed to win it. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, come over. So, and it, the auction was ending at midnight. So now Nancy's all mad that I have somebody coming at the house at midnight. <laughs> and yeah. he, he goes to the sniper bid app, and he last second he puts in my bid. And I'm like, all excited that I want it. And it says, you've been outbid it. 
And I'm like, dude, what you, what'd you do? People you put, lost, you they lost. have computer programs. Well, that's what we used. Oh, but that's what we used. App. I guess or their something. computer program yeah. was So I quicker. contacted the seller and I said, listen, whoever won that bid, tell them that I will pay them $500 to walk away. And he called me. So he, he goes, all right, I'll call him in the morning. And he calls me at like 9 o'clock in the morning. He said, the guy said no. And I was mad all day, and at, at 5 o'clock at night, I called him back. and said, T- call the guy back. Tell him I'll give him $1,000 cash. <laughs> and the guy, he called him back. He said, the guy will do it. But I think yeah. the seller screwed the other guy yeah. and took the $1,000. Uh, Probably true. That's be. what I think happened. You never know. No, Probably I think true. that's what happened. You never know. I think the seller told the guy, ah, the deal's over. Why are you doing things like that? I hate because that. Because I had to get this bike. No, no, I'm talking about why did they do things oh, like that. Oh, yeah, I did it. I mean, I felt kind of bad doing it, but I offered the spy who bought it the money. I wasn't offering the guy who was selling right. it, but I think he screwed him. Well, if someone right. offered me $1,000 to not buy something, I'd be happy with that deal. Right. And that's, but I, me too. I really wanted this bike, and I couldn't get it anywhere else in the world. All right, I'm going to do a poll. There are two women in the room and two men in the room, and I'm kind of the moderator, so... We can vote, because this story makes no sense to me that anyone would be offended by this. But apparently, many people are deeply offended about this. Well, I'm already offended. You ready? <laughs> Burger chain Burger chain Jack in the Box is under fire for a sexual innuendo-laden TV commercial to promote a new menu offering. Okay. Okay. The spot features Jack... Because, of course, Jack could be sexual and Box could be sexual. Oh, for the love of but God. But they didn't you don't go that way. Mm. The spot features Jack, the chain's fictitious CEO known for his oversized plastic head, <laughs> likening the chain's teriyaki bowls to a part of the male anatomy. You got some pretty nice bowls, but so does Dan, the company's mascot says. A female colleague then compliments Dan on his nice bowls. Uh, the ad contains more than a dozen bowl-themed metaphors. Adweek's David Greiner denounced the advertisement as one of the most tone-deaf ads of the hashtag MeToo era. Saying a guy has nice balls is not... No, it has nothing to do with rape. No, it's got nothing to do with women being molested or raped. It's got nothing to do with that. They they find a way to twist everything. They're reaching for straws or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. so, so, So what? And perhaps, somebody has nice bowls, I'm going to compliment them. Yeah, nice bowls. And perhaps it's most telling moment. Have you ever moment. seen a good pair? Actually, yes. Actually, to throw myself in the middle of this, my left one hangs lower than my right one. But anyway. Well, that's how they're supposed to be. I know. Really? <laughs> anyway. Otherwise, they'll, like, hit together and... Clang. That can be... <laughs> apparently, <laughs> that wouldn't be bowls, good. Your bowls are clanging. What's wrong? So what if they hit together? That would be painful. Is that why you say ouch every once in a while? Oh, God. I just had that vision of those metal balls going like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's how bad this got. Click, click. In perhaps its most telling moment, the ad tries to go meta by having a lawyer explain to Jack that the campaign is inappropriate. So, in other words, it's a joke. And he's explaining uh, it's inappropriate. I just exhaust In me. a commendable, accurate portrayal of male executives, he doesn't understand what the fuss is all... Oh, so you could take a shot at men in your story by saying, in a commendable, accurate portrayal of male executives. Oh, so now, once again, men are getting kicked in the bowls because th- that adds not inappropriate at no. all. Our There's guess, no sexual innuendo. Not really funny either, but... It's no, on the level. No, but yeah. Okay, well, uh, in a joint statement, Jack in the Box and the ad agency behind the Bowls campaign, David and Goliath denied that the commercial makes light of sexual harassment. It does not make light of sexual so harassment. Did, did the commercial God. ever run? Um, I could answer that after we talk to our guest. Okay. Because I can come back and answer that for you. But it, what are we doing? Every Oh, I'm very upset by everything and of all well, time. It's like armchair quarterbacks. It's just people are on a computer. Well, and I, just I seen this week, every, like uh, Fox 9 and Star Tribune are all attacking this bar for having a dress code. Did you see that? A bar for having a dress code? Yeah. You can, it's no your baggy, business. No baggy pants, and they're calling it, they're saying the bar's racist because oh. they want oh. people. Oh, if your underwear is showing, you anymore. can't come in. Yeah, and somebody went to them and complained, and the, the media is going off with it. They're saying this is a racist bar, and they want to shut it down. What's the name of the bar? Uh, Please don't tell me it's like Barrio. <laughs> I'll tell you in a minute. I'll no, look it up. It's not. Um, this is a good time for Joffrey McClung to, to jump on with us. We do have to take a break in a couple of minutes, Joffrey, for just a couple of minutes, but then we have an entire 15-minute segment after that, if that's okay with you. It's great with me. 
Okay. Uh, and your first name is pronounced Joffrey? You got it right, hon. I wanted to make sure because I didn't know. Joffrey McClung, the heart of the matter. Great time for you to be on talking about the uh, the Jack in the Box ad where the guy talks about having nice bowls and people say that's making fun of sexual harassment. And I don't see how that is. But these days, <laughs> well, this great book, by the way, The Heart of the Matter. These days, the world is all about us and them. Politics are polarizing society. The president uses words we punish our children for saying. We may... Well, the F word? You punish your kids for saying the F word? Really? I would. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> I encourage it. Uh, we may be wary of name-calling, finger-pointing, and lies among our leaders, but Joffrey McClung says, closer to home, we're not treating one another very well. I cannot wait to talk to you about this, Joffrey, because I complained about on, on my morning show and this afternoon show every day. I'm getting so tired of the hatred based on nothing. What is this? Mm-hmm. It's absolutely wacky, isn't it? People are so misbehaving. It's absolutely absurd. It is absurd. I hate you now because you don't agree with me. Really? I, you hate <laughs> me because I don't agree with you. Okay. Well, that makes no sense. But, no, I, the timing of your, uh, of your appearance on this show is wonderful because Jack in the Box is being harassed by people because he did it all day. You know, uh, you have nice bowls over that Jack in the Box. There's nothing about, uh, did you show... Lucy, your bowls. That would be sexual harassment, right? <laughs> right. Well, it would be. It's not bowls. sexual. <laughs> well, you know, Joffrey. I, I, you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out the world right now, Joffrey. And, Good luck. Uh, so, what we'll do is we'll take a. We'll take a very, very quick break, and we'll be right back with Joffrey McClung. The book is called The Heart of the Matter, and I cannot wait to get deeply into this. Perfect timing, Joffrey. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers, come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Is this a Jack in the Box theme song? <laughs> it should be. Yeah, it should be. Absolutely. I've never been a Jack in the Box. Oh, uh, they're all out west. I love Jack in the Box. I don't think we have no a lot wonder. of them. I love egg rolls. Egg rolls? Yeah, they sell egg rolls. Really? Yeah. Huh. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to read something. We've somehow forgotten our common sense and lost our compassion and sense of connection to one another. Joffrey McClung, the author of The Heart of the Matter. Joffrey, I'm not, not going to sit back and shut up because I want to hear. I, like I said, you, having you on is the perfect time today because I have hit the wall on all this. I hate you for no reason. I know people are overreacting on every, in every area of their lives. Uh, you know, when you've walked around through life feeling victimhood or you're powerless and suddenly things are starting to shift, you overcorrect. So some of this is overcorrection, for mm -hmm. instance, the Me Too, perhaps feeling that sexist, that jack-in-the-box. That's overcorrecting. I understand yep. it. They felt powerless for so long. I, I, I can forgive that. You're going to overcorrect when you're trying to change things. That makes sense. But this hatred yep. and this 
calling people evil because they disagree with you. Let's look at the definition of evil, people. People are not evil. Much of your neighbors are not evil. They really are not. <laughs> Unless you're living next to Nazis, which most of us really are not living next to Nazis. No. There are not evil people around us. There are people who disagree with us. That's okay. We don't all have to agree on everything. It's common sense, people. Yeah, Which Joffrey. is missing, by the way. Oh, there's no common sense at all. Joffrey, I'm, I tend to be a centrist, so I don't really agree with the far left or the far right. I don't hate them, though. I don't hate either one of them. Uh, no, I think centrist is most of us, really. Most I think people you're right. in the world want to meet in the middle. I might have a little more left view. You might have a little more right view. But we can always meet in the middle. No, at least we, we used, used to, to be able to meet in the middle. Yep, we did. I, what is it social media that caused this problem, do you think, Joffrey? I think it just puts a big, fat spotlight on it. If yeah, you know. I think yeah. the problem's been there, and it's been growing. I think a lot of it is, uh, of course, you can be mean without being seen. That gives cowards a great place to go. Yep. Because, let's face it, to say it in somebody's face takes a lot more courage, and you're not going to do that. So, yeah, I would say social media in some sense, but really, I know this is going to sound wacky, but I think a lot of it has to do with a lack of self-love. Now, why do I say that? Because no. people go, my God, people are narcissistic. How can you say lack of self-love? Because self-love is not narcissism. It's not egotism. Self-love is understanding that you matter, that you have value, that your power lies within, and that you're good enough. Well, I think all, most of us can agree those are things we all want. Yep. Unfortunately, most people, again, social media, are looking for it on the outside. Do I have enough likes? Am I popular? Am I getting my value through my job, through my money, the biggest house, the big, biggest truck? They get their value outside of themselves. Now, what's weird, Tom, is that people who are lacking, let's say, in self-worth, self-value, self-love, of course, that impacts their ability to have healthy, loving, positive relationships. But this is something I didn't know. It also helps them to see your basic benign acts, gentle, loving acts as hostile, and therefore ends up creating enemies where there are none. I think we're seeing a lot of that today. People creating enemies where there aren't any. Interpreting yeah, yeah. acts as if they're hostile and after me when they're not. Maybe they're miscommunications. Maybe I do it different than you do, but I didn't mean any harm in it. But people are seeing that. And I really firmly believe this lack of self-love and self-awareness, understanding your impact on others, which is part of common sense, is totally lacking these days. Now, common sense, I'm big on common sense, whether I'm talking self-love or spirituality or just going to a baseball game and not yelling at the kids and having the referee have to throw you out of the game because you're a mean parent. Common sense is good judgment, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, shared common sense that we all share in, in our society, we share certain common sense things, is good judgment combined with the intention of making life easier and better for all concerned, that's what we're missing. We're out of that win-win mentality, and frankly, we're now in I win, therefore you have to lose mentality. I love it. You're absolutely right, 100% right, as a matter of fact. And when you have that, you can't have good judgment because you have anger, victimhood, powerlessness. Good judgment goes out the window. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant here. No, but, no, you know, we want to hear be it. right is more important than compromise. Mm-hmm. You know, being in control is more important than shared responsibility and shared outcomes. Being judgmental and critical is more important than accepting others. I mean, win-win, it's really what good judgment is based upon. And we need to get back to that, frankly. I don't think there's any question Sorry, about that. Right. <laughs> no, I, I, we all agree with you here. You know, we talked about this earlier. I, I referenced this next thing I'm about to tell you earlier. My wife and I have been together for 37 years, been married for 34 years. Is that all? I, it, it seems like a lot longer to her, though, apparently, Joffrey. So, we have to take care of you guys, you know. Well, yeah. that's very, very true. So, you know, I tell my wife that I love her and adore her every day, and you know, she tells me she loves me every day. And it's not a phony thing. It's not, oh, yeah, I, gotta, I, I forgot to tell Tom yeah, I love, I love you. Yeah. yeah, it's not that deal. An example of that last night is, as I was going to bed, I said, good night, you big whiny baby. And she goes, good night, you loser. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's I love it. It's wonderful to, to live a, your life like that. Your wife telling you you're a loser as you're going to bed. <laughs> I have to laugh because that's me and Nancy. That's what we do oh, every yeah. day. It's wonderful. <laughs> and you and Dave, I'm sure, do that. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, I've seen we you do it. Fun at he, he's always making fun of me for my accent or uh, sometimes I just do weird things and I don't realize I'm doing it. So he's always uh, ragging on me and making fun of it. But we do it kind of, I don't know, it's just to have humor about things. Right. Especially in serious, you know, moments or something, it's, it kind of lightens the... The tension. I and... can always make Nancy laugh in the middle yeah. of the argument. Oh, yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed I'll make her crack up in the middle like of the my, argument. One of the, I know it sounds stupid, but one of my favorite things that Dave does that will really get me in a good mood, he has this kind of feminine <laughs> German accent. And he pretends to be <laughs> Hitler. Oh, <laughs> Wait, a female oh Hitler? no, 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 no! You got it. But like, if Hitler was still alive and became an '80s uh, radio DJ oh, and God. had to play the top forty, so he like comes up with these obscure songs, and it's just so funny. And he does stuff like that, or he'll like he does voices, so he'll do like Homer Simpson and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, we have a lot of fun, but we put, you know, I'll call him a loser or something like that too. It's a good thing. Andy, yeah. how, you and Melissa, are you at that stage yet? They, Andy has, has a, a friend that uh, they've we've been together, what, a couple months? Uh, first date was May 5th. Oh, so, so it's been a while Yeah, it's been a while. So do you make fun of one another? Not I'm, I've never really been that kind of person. No, that's you will. True. You'll become one. You'll she be- tries to. <laughs> she tries to make me laugh a lot, but she knows how hard that is. Trust me, you'll become so. one. You will become one. Joffrey, how about you? Are you in a solid relationship? No, not right now. I'm in between. In between, which is okay with me right now. Yeah, I understand that. I, what's interesting about that is that I kind of. That's why I asked you if you were. I didn't just say, "Well, you're in a relationship." The reason I asked you if you were is because releasing this book. While being in a relationship with someone would probably be very difficult. So it's kind of good that you aren't in a relationship right now. Well, it does take focus when you're trying yep. to, use, as you know, being creative and then doing it and getting it public. It's like putting on a show back in the day when I was an actress. You put on a show, it takes every ounce you have. And in a weird way, even the subject matter, it was sort of important that while I was writing it, because it was about self-love and how you find it again, you sort of needed your focus to be on yourself. Uh, rather than, yep. and in, as a yep. woman, when you're in a relationship, you tend to focus a lot on the other person. Uh, it tends to be our nature. So, in a weird way, it kind of was perfect timing for me to be in between so that I could focus on myself yep. and say, now, what have I learned? Absolutely. So, it's, you know, synchronicity, people. I, I do believe in synchronicity. I like that. It's a great argument, first of all. I, um, oh, I just got a message from a listener that says, that's another book that I'll be buying. So you, you've sold at least one book by being on today. <laughs> I always like to be feel good. Yeah. I always post links for every author we have on, so on all of our well, social media. Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful thing. I uh, I love your attitude. I love your message. I, I I just I literally do not understand why it is that people want to hate one another. It's just I sit back and look at this. Yeah, I wish our president would shut up once in a while, but I wish our last president would have shut up once in a while, too. Matter of fact, every president I've ever seen, I wish they would have shut up once in a while. <laughs> you know? Yeah. People people love to hate, though. Oh, they do. They do. And, and it, it, There's it, a power to it. It, power it, yes, there is. And, and I think the reason why, especially now with so, you mentioned social media, Tom, mm-hmm. it makes it travel so much faster oh, yeah. if it's hate than love. Positive things don't travel through social media fast, no. but negativity does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I, does. I don't get I because I see a lot on social media because that's part of my job. I just don't get how people want to be so miserable. I know. They so want to be not they're, people. They're not, it's not like it's not a choice. Like, stuff, mm-hmm. bad stuff just happens. They're choosing to be this miserable. I've yeah. cut my social media use down a lot and and cut TV out. And since I have, I am way happier. Oh, person. yeah. Uh-huh. I could see that. Joffrey, now you're going to have to spend a lot of time on social media. You have a new book out there, so you're going to have to get out and promote it on, on social media. Is that going to be a lot, really unusual for you? No, I sort of was already into that. And what I do okay. is I, I promote myself, and I, anybody that I see ugly stuff, I don't, I, I ignore it, and I, I block them basically. I say I don't want to hear it. That's what I do. Uh, That's what I, do. I don't have time block. in my life for that that negativity. I, yep. I'm trying to add love out there and a little light. Uh, and those who are interested, they'll find it. And those who aren't, I bless you. You'll have your turn whenever you have your turn. That makes complete sense to me. It really does. So you put out this book. And you know, the book's called The Heart of the Matter. You've got a great message. But even in that, you still say, well, I'm not going to shove it down your throat. If you want to use it, use it. And if you don't, your time will come. That's a great message to people. 
Well, I believe in timing of everything, and some mm -hmm. people are going to be in the mood to wake up and say, you know what, I need a little more self-love. I'm not talking well to myself. I'm not treating myself well. And they'll be ready. Others, they're not ready. And the cool thing about the book, Tom, is it's done in a way that you can just read the discussions and maybe it gives you a new thought in your head. That's great. You can take it further, work with the questions. That gets you to start looking at your thinking. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go all in... You can do the meditations, and you can start to work with your emotions. So it kind of meets you where you are. I don't want to push anybody into something. I'm not onto that at all. Uh, it doesn't work either, frankly. See, once again, works. Joffrey, your timing is unbelievable because I swear to God, I'm not kidding. I woke okay. up this morning. I got out of bed, and I said, you know, i got to start meditating. I need to calm down. So, I mean, you're, you're preaching to the choir here, as they say. <laughs> Oh, your life will be so great. And you know what's cool is we are given these gifts of imagination. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, most of us use it to do the worst-case scenario and imagine what's, what's the horrible thing that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. When you can go into meditation and use your imagination to actually give love to yourself, to imagine nurturing and love and kindness and compassion and forgiveness, all those wonderful empathy, you're using your imagination for what it's really for. And meditation, and you know what meditation really is, Tom? People think it's all woo-woo-y, and you got to light candles and say a chant. you got to do this over here, all this, your legs behind your head. Baloney, baloney, baloney. All it is is close your eyes just because you don't want to be distracted. Mm -hmm. I prefer to lay down because I like to lay down. I close my eyes and lay down, and I just look inward, meaning I just take some breaths, and I go, I'm going to use my imagination now. That's all it is. I don't have to do anything else. That's it's wonderful. It's that simple. Why do you think that people are so resistant to wanting to feel better? I think some are addicted to their negativity and their anger. Again, anger gives you a sense of power. When you have felt powerless and you can get angry about something, it gives you a jolt. It gives you that rush. It's an adrenaline kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it gives you that feeling, I'm in control now, at least I'm angry. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's only going to last so long. Eventually, you're going to have to meet yourself. You're going to have to look in the mirror and meet yourself. And that anger is really not your friend. Uh, but your anger is a good signal to you that you've got some things to do inwardly. Because if you're constantly angry, you've got some things to heal. You've got some beliefs to look at people. Otherwise, you're putting all your stuff on everybody else. You're projecting everything else on everybody. And some of it's you. You've got to own it. Some of it's you, not the other person, people. No that referee at that ball game, you're, you're yelling at him and having to be thrown out because you have an issue, not him. So Talk it's, to those parents who did that. That was so atrocious. <laughs> so what it sounds to me like is, okay, so, so America has a lot of instant gratification with the computer and, and all this stuff and uh, food and booze and drugs and everything else. Um, and meditation doesn't give you a giant jolt like that. It's more of a calm, at least it is for me. Well... It, it can, but if you start to combine, like I have different meditations in the book, you start to combine meditations where you're going there for a specific, I went into, I'll give you an example. I went into a meditation, I was really down that day. I thought, okay, I need to do some loving for myself. And I felt like I wasn't making movement. You know, one foot was not going in front of the other foot. So I went in and I closed my eyes and I, I pictured, you know, my lovely scenery of nature because I like nature. And then I called in these beautiful beings. I thought I've got to have pretty beings, not human beings. I was mad at human, humanity at that day. So I called in, let's say, angels. And I called them. And all of a sudden I imagined, okay, I need some loving to know I'm doing a good job. And all of a sudden, in my imagination, they all started giving me a standing ovation. Well, I was jolted by that. Okay. I literally was jolted. And I came out of that meditation raring to go. So it's a matter of if you're using meditation to calm yourself down mm -hmm. through breathing or you're using your meditation to give you a jolt. You can get that okay. from the meditation. It is That's a wonderful thing. The book is called The Heart of the Matter, Joffrey McClung, M-C-C-L-U-N-G, J-O-F-F-R-E, the first name, Joffrey. You need to come back. We need to talk more about this. It's a great message. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Next time I'll talk about the ten things, uh, the four things that ten-year-olds know better than politicians. Ooh. All right, well, we'll get you booked. I would love to hear that. <laughs> oh, yes. Come. I'll reach out to you, Joffrey. Thank you, Joffrey. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You, you too. too. Bye. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show.